1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Who's your starting quarterback on
0: Sunday?
1: Oh, um I honestly from my looking
0: at some of the reports I think it's going to be Will Greer. Um really? I think Wow. All of the yeah, I think all of the media portions have been um, um, Bailey, Bailey, and Matt going back and forth taking the first team reps. Um, but I think I think that they're doing that to like make sure no one knows. Um, but I think you know to bench Matt in that last game in Germany against the Colts with two minutes left. Uh, I just think they've seen a lot of Zappy, they've seen a lot of Matt. Will is the guy that they really haven't seen much, and he's a professional. Uh, He's been in the league for a while in different
1: situations. Um, I think there's a chance he starts Sunday. It's our old pal Devin McCourty, the D-Mac attack. Of course, now a fabulous and much-lauded broadcaster on the NBC Sports coverage of Sunday Night Football and Beyond as he joined Goosh, the Greg Hill Show, er earlier this week on WEEI, No warm seafood tower for him. However, Devin McCourty letting everyone know that he thinks the Patriots may surprise you and start Will Greer at quarterback on Sunday, 1 o'clock, at MetLife Stadium against the New York Giants. This is one of the questions that has led Patriots Nation, which earlier this year turned into resignation as fans were getting frustrated with the efforts, and now we'll see exactly how many of you out there can stick with the team as they make their way from the spectacular to the suck. Uh, Now, seven games remaining on the season. What are you watching for? What is there to be taken away? Who will shine? Who will find a way to make next year's team impress people and beyond? And will they actually make a change so bold as to eschew the Zapper and Mac Jones, who has been your starter for the better part of almost three years now, in favor of journeyman Will Greer. Will the Patriots kick the tires on Will Greer and see if he's got anything to offer the remainder of this season and beyond? That's what we're talking about now on Fitzy and Hart. You can join us here on Boston Sports Original, WEI at 617-779-7937. Andy, did that come across to you as in any way, shape, or form mildly informed? Uh, Did it feel like it was just speculation? Was it, uh, you know... I don't think d Max like, letting a proverbial info cat out of the bag. But if he's if he's sort of reading the leaves and he was there long enough to kind of know the way they do things, am, am I so wrong as to think now there's a chance we may just get a little jolt of electricity by seeing someone else
2: under center Sunday? It would stun me. Um, I don't yeah. think it's ridiculous. It's actually where I was um, two weeks ago, basically, sort of in the midst of the Germany game, the end of the Germany game, the benching, all of that. I wanted Will Greer, the devil I didn't know, even though, you know, we jo- we joke about it. He's older than Patrick Mahomes. He's got two starts with four interceptions and no touchdowns in his career. Those came four or five years ago. Like, he's sort of a known commodity, even though we don't know him, like we do Zappi and Jones. Mm-hmm. But the way the two weeks trended, the bye week and the reps and the comments from Bill O'Brien and, like, mm-hmm. It just didn't seem like Will Greer, even Bill talked when he explained Will Greer getting reps was like, well, you know, we were doing all our stuff. We weren't working off scout team plays so we could run our offense a little more. So there was a little more opportunity for guys who hadn't played to get some reps. And he kind of diminished it. Now, maybe it's a big smokescreen. Maybe it's a big rope-a-dope. But it just felt like over like the last 10 days it trended toward well, it's probably Mac. maybe Zappi has a shot, and it was like Will Greer wasn't even in the conversation. So, again, I don't think it's ridiculous, but I don't think it's very likely.
1: Yeah, I, I just wish, and listen, uh, to anyone who's uh, tuned in right now, at 11 a.m. this morning or thereabouts, Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots, should be stepping to uh, the podium in the makeshift media room down at Gillette Stadium. We will effort to carry Bill Belichick live just in case an announcement is made about who will be the starter on Sunday, who will be under center for the Patriots as they take on the Giants down in North Jersey. Uh, Likely to be Tommy DeVito, of course, Mr. Sunday Sauce for the Giants. Who's going to be starting for the Pats? We don't know. So we'll get some, um, obviously, some after Thanksgiving thoughts from Bill Belichick. Maybe he'll make an announcement about how people are doing and who's going to be under center. We'll take that live for you. At 11 a.m. today, can you imagine that Ginghardt. matchup on Sunday? Tommy DeVito versus Will
2: Greer. I'll get have to, your popcorn. I, won't be watching. <laughs> <laughs> I have to because they yeah, we do you, a post game. You're show. contractually obligated. to Watch Andy. I know. could I pretend because I, I can start the post game show. Boy, that was a bad matchup of bad teams with bad quarterbacks. Six one <laughs> seven seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quick question. Honestly, if we
1: allowed if Chat GPT or OpenAI whatever any sort of artificial intelligence program was able to like sort of like capture, record, and then learn to simulate our voices. Would a, would a, would an open AI six rings post game show following Patriots giants be that much different from whatever we would actually
2: do as humans? Sadly, probably not. We're, we're very, <laughs> we like Mac Jones are very much replaceable. Imminently
1: replaceable. <laughs> they just, just haven't found like,
2: the right option yet.
1: What opinions and information will be able to decide. I mean,
2: it's a, like my God,
1: it's like this is a legacy type of game they played in two Super Bowls this century against each other. We know how they went. Like it's a legitimate r- rivalry. Belichick with his history and love. My God, I would my kingdom to be able to get Phil McConkey to be able to come out of retirement and play for the Patriots. now. Remember
2: when these mattered? So they yeah. played two Super Bowls. They played a regular season finale. That's one of the most historic games ever played, based on the individual and team records involved, as well as the Giants. Um, mentality, which then later helped them in the Super Bowl. They even had a great regular season game a few years after that at uh, Gillette Stadium, and now, now they have a very meaningful game, but just on the opposite end of the meaning spectrum. We are talking about top draft picks now. It's just wow, how far the mighty have fallen.
1: Ah, oh, my goodness. I, I see. I just want Pats fans to be able, like, if you hear that Will Greer is going to start, there's a higher likelihood. Fans are going to say, like, oh, wow. So they actually told Mac he really should sit down. Like, uh, uh, they, they understand that they have, for whatever reason, whether he stinks or whether he's too battered and bruised or whether he's just got a case of the knob locks, he's got football yips and he's not able to play his way around him and they know what they have in Zappy. They're just going to kick the tires on Greer for a game. He could go out there and be so bad that you have to put Mac back in for the Chargers game as well. I mean, you've got to do something. You have to, in addition to finding out who may be your players going forward and who may want to be part of the solution, not the problem. You've got to also. I know Bill Belichick's (laughs) is going to tell us like, Uh, whatever's the best the football team, you know, like uh, whoever's the best guys out there, that's who we're going to give a plus one. Okay, fine, Bill, but uh, yeah, some somebody in the organization has to remember your fans need a reason to watch beyond just blind abject devotion and fandom, like. You've got to give them a little something, and I. Yeah,
2: well, I'm going to do the best I can to help our football team. That's my job.
1: That's, that's a preview of <laughs> Not what doing you're doing a great get job, at, Bill. It's Bill. a preview of what you'll get at eleven today. Ah, uh, jeez. Wow. I don't know, Andy. It's uh, the, happy these Thanksgiving. These is yeah. Listen, if it's supposed, we had Thanksgiving yesterday. If Thanksgiving is really to begin, and I don't know, like check your mentions and like, just do a sift through the platform formerly known as Twitter, now the artist known as X. And beyond, like, Pats fans and most fans are all over the place now. They don't know if, you know, Caleb Williams should be the answer. Is Drake May really the guy? Should I take a receiver? Tomorrow, folks, if you want to get a preview of many of the players who have or allegedly have Sunday talent and will be members of the NFL next year and could very well play for your New England Patriots, you're not going to want to miss the noontime game. Obviously, it's a big rivalry Saturday in college football as well. The game of the year likely to be tomorrow Number two, Ohio State on the road at the big house to take on number three, Michigan. The final game that coach Jim Harbaugh is not allowed to coach on the sidelines as he serves his Big Ten-imposed three-game suspension. You're going to see it, like, whether it's J.J. McCarthy, the running back quorum, defensive members all over the field, and, of course, the likely number two or number three, hell, he could even be the first overall pick, depending on who has it, Andy, Marvin Harrison Jr., for the Ohio State Buckeyes as well. So I wonder, does that like does that game rate locally better? Do you think tomorrow, like if we check the metered markets, do you think Ohio State-Michigan, because it's a preview of some people that could potentially be on the Pats next year, does that rate as well, if not better, in New England than Pats-Giants?
2: Um, I don't think it'll rate better than Pats-Giants, but I do think you are getting some college football ratings bumps Uh, In the New England region of late, where people are watching uh, USC, Oregon, Washington, Ohio State, places Mm -hmm. where they know Uh there are players. Like yeah, North Carolina, there are players. LSU, yeah, guy that uh, Jaden Daniels, who you and I and I think many others are start uh, quickly falling in love with. Uh, Maybe too quickly. I saw a mock the other day with him going like six, and I'm like, oh well, that really. He was a third
1: rounder like four weeks ago, and now life comes at
2: you fast. (laughs)
1: It's unbelievable. It
2: yeah, really no, is. It, but no, I do think there is more interest, not in necessarily the football games, but the players in those games because of a, a realization of a relatively knowledgeable fan base that I'm going to be talking about Knicks and Penix and these guys for the next four, five, six months. So I might as well at least have a mental image and a little reference point in my brain to, to do that talking.
1: Mother of Pearl, Zeus's beard. My word. Look at this. The latest CBS Sports mock draft has Latu uh, Latu uh, uh, edge defender uh, from. Uh, let me see. Where's he? I'm, I'm uh, not exactly sure where this guy plays college football. Uh, he's going first. Oh, for you, Slade. Excuse me. He's going first overall to the Bears. Harrison Jr. Second. Caleb Williams third to the Patriots. Drake May fourth overall. And look at this, Andy. Going fifth overall to the New York Football Giants, senior out of LSU. Wow, he's got the size too. 210 Jaden Daniels. Yeah, he was. He was previously ranked the seventy-sixth overall prospect. Now he has jumped all the way up. That is and then his guy, Malik Neighbors, the wide receiver, who is just setting all sorts of records and making Justin Jefferson and the likes of all your other LSU receivers. In recent year, look positively pedestrian. Malik Neighbors
2: going sixth overall. Man, life really
1: does come at you fast.
2: It's going to be attention? so fun doing this for the next, and not just wow. here, nationally as well. Yeah, like so, the Bears are taking an edge rusher. Who do they take with their their second pick, their actual own pick?
1: Their so, actual. Let's see. They have the Bears finishing uh, eighth overall, and they, a defensive lineman, Jerzon Newton from so Illinois. The Bear, oh, so the Bears take two
2: defensive players. They must really believe in Justin Fields, then. But if you really believe in Justin Fields, then give him Marvin Harrison. That's the way the NFL works I mean, these that, days. That
1: offense, yeah. Even if ju- even if Justin Fields is not like it, who did a, this a generational draft? talent. Is this He's Connor fine? or no? That's Sports Illustrated. This is Chris Trapasso. Yeah, CBS I don't think Sports. he knows
2: his Trapasso from his elbow. Hey, <laughs>
1: come on! What are you?
2: Ta- I mean, it is amazing though. That's that was pretty wild. good. You got to give it to me. That wasn't bad on the floor. Tra- I've never heard the name before in my life, and I came up with that like that. I'm on my A game this Black the Friday. The old baby. El,
1: the old El Trapasso. <laughs> nobody, nobody, circles the wagons, but like Trapasso, like Chris Trapasso. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a stunner. But like the fact that Jaden Daniel uh, rocketing up the, it's going to be bananas. Like everyone, just get ready for things to just be constantly moving chess pieces and to get shaken up, snow globe style, uh, like an over caffeinated kid who grabbed the most expensive one off the shelf even though you told him, please don't do it. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number. Let's talk to some of the Pats people, Andy, who have their thoughts and feelings about what's going on with your favorite football team in Foxborough. Ray is in Revere. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Hey, good morning,
0: fellas. You know, I I think the next big hire for Robert Kraft should be a, a strong general manager in the mold of Roseman in Philadelphia, You know, and and not only that, I think what happened in San Francisco is pretty instructive, guys. They literally probably did the worst trade in the history of football, giving up all those picks to get Trey Lance. But they got their starting quarterback with the last pick in the draft. And the reason they could do that is they had more talent everywhere else than, than any other team in the league. And ultimately, I think that's the better model. Just get your unfair share of talent all over the place. And the quarterback thing, it's hard to compute the intellectual capability requirements like Tom Brady had on top of his arm talent. So I, I really think you need to be getting better tackles, linebackers, defensive backs, wide receivers, and everybody else. And hang up and listen. Thank you, guys.
1: Hey, thank you, Ray. We appreciate the shout. His line is open at 617 779 I'll ask this question again, Andy. Do you think there's any chance, as so many people now, like, Thanksgiving is a great chance to catch up and talk football, sports and whatever else you've been up to with some relatives. Not like, you know, not this the usual the 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 usual suspects you and I chat with on a regular basis about football and the Patriots and beyond. Like Thanksgiving's a good chance to catch up with some other people you may not have spoken with recently. Um relatives, friends, etc. Did you get a feeling from any other people in your uh, in, in your circles uh, as to what they think Belichick's going to do next year? Do they want Belichick back? Um, you know, a- anything strike you as unique or unusual as far as talking to people that watch games uh, like we do that just don't do it for a living?
2: No, I, I think the presumption is now Belichick is gone. And I think the question is, where do you go from there? And I don't feel like a lot of people have a lot of, you know, there was a story, because one we've talked about the Mike Vrabel name, the idea of Mike Vrabel. Mm -hmm. and we've sort of joked well the titans kind of stink right now and then these polls come out hey nfl players which coaches do you want to play for and belichick doesn't do well but neither does mike vrabel he's kind of the lower end of people actually getting votes Mm -hmm. and then there was a story i think diana russini might have written it for the athletic like oh they're all in on mike vrabel they do feel like in tennessee that they have their guy but i just think in general there's an uncertainty like sean mcveigh I think on this coast, people are like, I would like a coach like Sean McVay, one of those young, offensive-minded. And I think on the West Coast, they're like, hey, maybe it's time to move on from Sean McVay. So these weird, just like elsewhere, somewhere, someone's like, wait, the Patriots are going to move on from Belichick? I'll take him mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. There's these weird provincial feelings and then like national feelings, and they don't marry up because people see different things at, at a different um rate i guess like we're fixating Mm -hmm. on the negative bill belichick's been a bad coach this year last year whatever the draft others are like no the greatness of bill belichick as mike irvin michael irvin would say so i don't i think everybody around here is or or most people the majority are ready to move on from belichick they just don't know what they're moving on to and that's the thing are you
1: is robert Kraft, jonathan Kraft, the patriots organization patriots fans if you are willing to move on and say it's been an incredible quarter century together, but I think we need more than just a fresh coat of paint on the facility. Uh, Bill, we wish you the best. Thanks so much for everything. If Pat's fans are willing to do as much, and the organization is too, who are you willing to move on to as well? Uh, uh, Mike Cadlick yesterday tweeted out at halftime of the Lions Green Bay game. I think it was something along the lines of like this, this next thirty minutes showcases why Ben Johnson will be the next great Patriots head coach. Yep. And then the Lions absolutely lay in a, a, a complete turd, uh, turd duckin, if you will, uh, out in the field. <laughs> and ha See? Nailed it! <laughs> um, and so now it's sort of like, oh, really? So this guy's you, you want to let this guy who couldn't even, granted... No, nah, you can't say he's been working with Goff because he's made Goff look better at other times. Like the Green Bay defense, who hasn't been able to stop much of anyone all year, all of a sudden looked like the 2,000 Ravens for parts of the game against the Lions. They were all over Goff. I think he was pressured 16, 17 times yesterday. So it's just, again, 2023 NFL is a hell of a drug. It's a complete mess. It's a wild trip as well. If not Mac, if not Greer, who would you like your quarterback to be? If not Bill Belichick, if he's not going to accept a general manager and stick around for the rebuild, if you will, who else would you like to see? We will get to all of that and then some as well. And some interesting audio from Tom Brady this week. Uh, Did Tom Brady finally make his feelings known on Mac Jones and what the quarterback situation is looking like? in Foxborough post-GOAT and post-CAM and maybe soon post-MAC. We will share that with you and get to your thoughts. Paulie and Rick and Dave, I see you guys lined up. We'll get to your calls in just a minute here. It's Fitzy and Hart on Black Friday morning here on WEEI.
0: i think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's nfl i don't see the excellence that i saw in the past why not and why not i think the coaching isn't as as good as it was i don't think the development of young players is as good as it was the rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game Mm -hmm. so i just think the product in my opinion is less than what it's been i think i look at a lot of players like ray lewis and rodney harrison and ronnie lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way. And every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. Your coach is complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily, why don't they talk to their player about how to protect himself? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to the defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were gonna get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game, and I couldn't afford to lose a good player.
2: I ain't as good as I once was.
1: The one, the only, now. Tom Brady. Time, The GOAT, as he appeared pride pride this week on really the Stephen A. Smith podcast. The Stephen A. Smith show. Where isn't Stephen A. Smith? I feel like ESPN has on turned On yeah. Yeah, WWE. Well, honestly, yeah, that's... <laughs> And that's because a certain formerly employed host here at the station pissed him off. And that was the last he was ever to be heard from here, though. He was always a good chat whenever he appeared on the Boston Sports Original. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. It's basically the Stephen A. Smith and Pat McAfee network at this point now. So if those are your particular tastes, then you're an entirely sick person's network um, fan at that point, of course. But a lot of people regionally, Andy, don't like ESPN because they believe it stands for everyone slanders Patriots Nation. Um, which I don't necessarily believe, but long gone are the days of 11 out of 12 footballs and so much so on uh, with the Mort tweets and such. So in there, Andy, a little something to break down from Tom Brady, and we'll get back to the calls in just a minute, folks. Um, an interesting couple of nuggets from Tom Brady on the Stephen A. Smith show, including, of course, uh, you know what some people were saying was, old man yells at clouds, get off my lawn football talk with Brady saying, Now, all of a sudden, you can't hit anyone and the game is not as good as it used to be. And gee whiz, Tom, you've only been retired from the game for a year. But at the same time, no, it's not. Uh, We've had people like Matt Light tell us on the Six Rings podcast that ever since they signed the collective bargaining agreement in 2011, they basically damned the NFL to heading towards flag football, which we'll see in the Olympics in 2028. And also, there's Brady talking about, you know, the head coach only does so much on game day, like the quarterback really affects the game the most because he's got the ball in his hands and he can make the decisions that affect the outcome of the game. So it's almost sort of like Brady saying the game stinks now. Belichick is great because now he and I are cool again. And also Mac Jones stinks. Like, is that what you took away from that? Because there was a lot in a little there.
2: Yeah, uh, there there was a ton. There was a yeah. ton in, in all of it. You're right, because a lot of people really fixated on the state of the game. And I think mm-hmm. the quarterback coach value comment got a little bit over, uh, under sold or underappreciated. And I thought that was really telling. And I do think he's he's honest. I don't yep. actually... I'd love to sensationalize it and make it into like, talk radio, let's go. Like, Brady hates Belichick, Brady hates Mack, Brady hates whoever... But he's telling the truth. Bill Belichick influences the game most from Tuesday through Saturday. Then on Sunday, the the Jimmies and the Joes need to take the field with Belichick's X's and O's and execute. And that's where Brady was so remarkable at it. And I'm not talking about culture stuff because I know that's a separate issue, the Patriot way, the Patriot culture. But he's right. And Mac hasn't done that. Now, the question is, is Bill still doing his thing? Tom says Bill is coaching the same way he did when we were undefeated. Maybe. And maybe that's bad. Maybe that's. But part does of the that problem. work now? That's the question. Right. right. Maybe 16 years later, that's the problem. That he is still doing the way he did in 2007, and it's 2023. And these players are a different generation of athlete and players. So, yeah, there was a lot. I did take it a little bit. And people took this as a shot. I don't consider it a shot to say in my day... Like, it's just reality. Like, I joked everywhere throughout Massachusetts on Wednesday night that conversation was had. In my day on the high school football field, we did this, and these kids are soft, and they play on turf. They don't know what it's like on Thanksgiving morning to roll around in the mud or the snow and blah, blah, blah. I don't necessarily think it's it's this, like, harsh critique. Like, Dick Raditz, I loved on our WEEI airwaves, used to do that. Like, Dick Raditz grew up in a world where he'd throw 70 pitches and then come up in the second part of the doubleheader, throw another 70, then throw the next... Like, it's okay to glorify your glory days. I'm okay with that, and I think Tom was doing that. But the flip side of that is I also think Tom Brady benefited from not being hit. You weren't allowed to hit Tom Brady for more than half his career, the second half of his career. And do I think that's why he played into his mid-40s? I absolutely think that played a factor. That helps these quarterbacks play longer. So... You know, there's pros and cons, and Brady can be very opinionated. It's weird because mm-hmm. we we worry that he's going to be vanilla if he ever actually does slide into a TV booth for thirty seven million dollars. I,
1: I I I think he's going to find a way to slide into that booth at thirty seven and a half million dollars, and the only real downside to that is that someone who's excellent at his at his job, like Greg Olson, it will be relegated to second team duty because uh, I think he and Burkhardt have a nice chemistry together.
2: Absolutely, I I, I like that duo. Um, but I also wonder is Tom Brady going to be as opinionated cuz I do think he can be snarky. He has strong opinions. Like remember when he was very critical of the single digit defensive football player numbers?
1: Yeah, like, that that resurfaced this week as w- that resurfaced this week as well and that has now sort of like been added to the soup if you will as to what is affecting the overall quality of gameplay in the NFL now? Is it the coaches that are too green? Is it bad quarterback play? Is it injuries? Is it the fact you can't hit each other? That Brady tweet uh or Instagram thing resurfaced this week. Uh do you think do you lend any credence to that
2: or no? No, I do not. Okay. Um but my but he is he has strong opinions and because he's Tom Brady, every strong opinion he's he has should be at least um deciphered, analyzed, critiqued, like we should take it. Don't just uh, Brady being Brady again. I think he's earned the right to steal a phrase from the Kraft family. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady's earned the right for us to at least consider his strong opinions. We may in the end say, you know what, he, he's missing the point here or he's not seeing He's seeing it from a certain slant, um, but he's earned the right to be analyzed. And he also basically scratched the surface of the reality that I know a lot of people have run with Mike Lombardi and company Because you don't practice as much, because so much of that has been limited in the offseason, in the training, in the double sessions, and the hitting, you get a crappier game. As Bill Belichick has so often said, you prepare for playing football by playing football. If you Mm -hmm. don't have pads on, if you're not running plays, if you're not doing the—and then we wonder why offensive line play stinks because they don't get to practice what they do. How can you be good at what you do if you never practice it? Like and, and That we're surprised? No. like It It was an obvious... Now, will they ever go back? I don't know. Will they ever add more padded practices and more training camp days and any of that? I don't know. I doubt it. Um, because ratings are still high. What are we talking about? 29 million people watching. Insane. Or, In case anyone didn't week. hear, yeah. the
1: ratings for Monday night's game, which was, of course, broadcast across the ESPN and ABC spectrum, were massive. The Eagles' Chiefs' ratings were if you think that the dip in quality of play this year would in any way, shape, or form affect viewership, oh, 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 I'm here to inform you
2: otherwise. So I don't know. Now, maybe over the long term, there'll slowly be a dip, an average dip in ratings or something. Um, But that could also be explained in other ways, you know, as they sort of um, slice up the pie more and push you to these streaming services. I just saw that ad again. I think I told you this when we first learned this. I am boycotting... The Peacock playoff game. I will not watch it. I am I not will, getting Peacock. You get it, but
1: they even offered you a Black Friday deal, 12 months at a buck ninety nine a month. No, no, no. Come on now.
2: I'm making a point here. I refuse. They could oh, offer no, it to please. me for, well, if it was free, I guess I'd have to take it. But if it's anything <laughs> more than free, I'm making a point here. I'm not doing it. So I'm not watching that game. So, Ken Laird, if you're listening, you probably shouldn't schedule me for the day after whatever that exclusive Peacock streaming wildcard playoff game is because I will not have seen it at all all screw you nfl i'm done wow fine
1: okay well i guess you won't be able to watch five nights at Freddy's or some of the other high quality content movies and programming they have that they offer I'm on good. the streaming service that they call the blank which i'm not allowed to say because these are family friendly public airwaves all right that was a lot that you just offered there we got a lot to break down from tom brady from devin mccourty from andy hart from nick Fitzie stevens and of course you guys Pauly, Curtis, Matt, Rick, don't you guys go anywhere. Your calls are coming up at the top of the hour. Hour number two of a Black Friday morning. Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI.